Welcome to the first Say What You Mean podcast, sponsored by the Alternative Guitar Summit and myself, Joel Harrison. We're going to bring a monthly series of music and music discussion to you with some of today's most unique and visionary artists. There'll be a focus on guitar, but we won't limit ourselves to the guitar. Today, we're fortunate to have Henry Threadgill speaking with us. Henry's written a guitar concerto for his longtime band member, Liberty Elman. It's part of a four concerto epic suite that's going to be performed at Roulette this Thursday and Friday, December 4th and 5th. In fact, you're hearing a MIDI file to the guitar concerto right now. For Henry Threadgill fans and composers in general, this discussion is a rarity. He pulls back the veil on his singularly inventive composing system. Be forewarned, there's a lot to digest here, and we're just scratching the surface. So, we're going to jump right in. Here I am in Henry's apartment in the East Village, looking at the score to his new work, You Know Epic. C, E flat, F sharp, and A is 1. F, A flat, B, D is 4. G, B flat, D flat, E is 5. So 4, 4, 4 is 12. That's the whole chromatic scale. So there's only... There's three, t there's three tonics that's represented by four different positions. C... A, E flat, F sharp is all the same thing. They're all the same. There's no difference between them. It's equal distance. C to E flat to F sharp, that's equal distance. Right. And same way with the F. So anything that, it, not, and how that works is like, for, uh, if you had uh, a set of intervals like this, here, these intervals set is three, three, four, four, six, seven. That's a minor third, a major third, a fourth, augmented fourth, a major sixth, and a major seven. And let me just say for people who can't see the score that I'm looking at, that on the score uh, above a chord denomination are those numbers three, right. three, four, four, six, seven, which are directives to the player. Right. Now, in this instance here, you have a second set. That's involved, which is two, two, minor, three, four, five, six, seven. The guitar is moving in this set, mm -hmm. so this is one set on top of a set. It you can kind of liken it to the idea of polytonality. Yes, set on top of set. So you see the the guitar is playing this set. C, B, C, minor second. The other set is 3-3. Three, three. There is no minor second or major second. So you know that the guitar is not playing out of the 3-3-4-4-6-7 out of the three, three, four, four, set. Da-da-da. And there is playing the, the minor third, B to D. Now, look at the cello. The cello, E, C, E, G sharp. That's the 3-3-4-4-6-7 three, three, four, four, set. 
the the other thing too is that like the I I use the word concerto uh, for lack of a better word in each one of these quintets. This is the, the, the Olympic is the guitar quintet. Well, it doesn't end at the end of, on the last bar. Because the, uh, it's four movements. Each movement is a quintet. It's like a concerto for orchestra. It only starts, the, 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 the feature, the, the most featured aspect begins in that, in that, uh, Olympic movement, the guitar movement, but it, it continues in the second, third, and fourth movement. And the second, third, and fourth movements yeah. are other instruments do, do the taking the, the lead role in the concerto. They do the same thing. The th things that, that, that occur in the cello in the very first movement, in the guitar movement, is like you're already in the uh, cello movement. You're already in the, um, in the brass movement, the trombone tuba movement when it gets over to specifically the movement that's designated with the, with the uh, instrument identification, it's just a lot more uh, obvious attention that has been focused on this, but it's, but it's going on all the way because there really is not enough time to do everything in one movement. So it, I keep developing it, you know, it's a constant development of it from movement to movement. It's just one movement see, has got more attention. Mm. You know. So there are five concertos, four. four concertos, mm -hmm. and then there's also an overall shape to the entire piece. Yeah. See, we are, to listen to them, you can listen to them like separate, but when you put them together, then you really hear, the, then you hear the complete the big control, you hear the big pitch. Based on one four five progressions, blues and rock and roll. I, it's not progressed, but it's based on one four five. One four five. Everything is either one four or five when you look at it. And how how can you elucidate a little further how you make that connection between that music, which is part of your history? It, it's 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 um it's not something that's like it's not obvious. It's not something that's that you're going to hear it as one four five. When you analyze it and look at it, you find that it's one four five. But you're not going to hear it that way because it's chromatic music. You you know this music is constantly moving. You're not going to hear one four four to five. You know you're not mm -hmm. going to hear it that way. Yeah. Only it, it just lets you know. Or for instance, like if uh, or the, the players like you're getting ready to improvise, right? And uh, a piece of harmony is sounded. And, and the piece of harmony is, let's say the piece of, first of all, what is, what is the harmony? My explanation of harmony is the, is the old 
this uh, uh, explanation of harmony. Any three notes is harmony. Any three notes, it has nothing to do with distances apart between those notes, the intervals involved. It has nothing to do with that. Any distance is three notes, not two notes, not, you know. It could be more than three notes, but it has to be three notes, and then you have harmony. Two notes is a dyad. It's not harm. It is. It has. It does something a little bit harmonically, but it is not uh, classically what you would call harmony. So B C C sharp is harmony with me. So like, let's say B E F, and you're getting ready. You're looking for the. You could. So if you're getting ready to improvise, you could start on any one of those notes B E F. But when you look at it, what do you? Really look at that. You, there's eight notes that you can start on. B is a subdominant, and E is a dominant. So that's eight notes. B, D, F, A flat. You can start on all of, all of those notes, right? Okay. And, or E, G, B flat, C sharp. So that's hundred. <laughs> feel that this system enables you to build momentum in a piece? How, how do you mean build momentum? I guess what I mean is that to a lot of uh, composers who haven't developed a system like this, momentum in a piece is developed by tension and release with more conventional harmonic forms. Yeah, but, I, I, right. But, okay. but, but, but are, are, first of all, are you going for tension and release of and building at the moment. tension and release. Yeah, so right. how how would you describe that? That's hard to describe. Yeah. Because uh, what it what it does, it, it gives me it gets me out of all of the regular uh, harmonics uh, sounds of the major minor system. Yes. It, I, I'm not confined to the major minor system in terms of harmony, like I said. So a chord is B, C, C sharp or D, uh, F, F sharp, D, E, C sharp, E, E flat, F, you know. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't fit that. So like it, there's, there's a lot more tension in the harmony itself. Yes. Uh, now, uh, not being very basic here and simple. So like that's that's just three voices. So you have three voices. So now when you add in a fourth voice, you no longer have three part harmony. 
either there's either now this this new contrapuntal voice is a contrapuntal voice it is a contrapuntal voice but that it also creates harmony and then the fifth voice is adding more it could be another uh contrapuntal voice and it too is creating another layer yes. of harmony because that's what you listen to when you listen to Bach fugues and yes. things. The Bach was already way ahead harmonically of what was getting ready to occur harmonically in European music because he had already gotten to uh, fourth chord, fifth chords, etc. through these pet through through the uh, contrapuntal voicing and all of my music, but most of my music is uh, is is. is it's all contrapuntal. Well, that's what it's I was going to ask you. I, I hear a lot of the Every momentum happening because of the counterpoint. Right. Yeah, but the, the, yeah, that, that gets, that, that's the, the, the counterpoint uh, see, uh, uh, is a result of like two, everybody can move. You don't have to move according to the way uh, in regular harmony you can move from a C chord to E chord, or, or C chord to a G chord. Well, I'm moving by intervals to get to the G chord. I don't have. There's a, a certain. There's a. There's all kind of ways for me to get to the G. In regular harmony, it's only one or two ways to get there. Mm. You know. Do you feel that that intervals each have a particular character that you summon or? But, Do you think of it that way? No, because like uh, what's the interval that sounds between the guitar and the bass flute a minor second with the uh, bass flute on top of the guitar is not going to be the same, same minor second when I put it between two strings or put it between the string and brass. The Always the sharpest distance dissonance is always in instruments of the same family. As soon as you change families, it weakens. It becomes less. When you put C C sharp between two trumpets as a half step, it's extremely uh, poignant. Mm -hmm. When you put it between the uh, the, tr the the trumpet and the oboe, it changes. Yes, that's it's a, much lighter. a very good note for all you orchestrators out there. Yeah, when you change families, you weak. It, it is not as strong. It doesn't jump out as much, you know. Now, the the unipic is these four these four quintet. Unipic, seropic is the first one actually. Seropic. And, and do those, are those words that have meaning Greek words? No. Sorry, they I, have they they all have the same ending. Epic. Epic. I see. Okay. Uno is one. Seropic is zero. Seropic is the first one. C e r o e p i c. Okay. And then unipic. O n o e p i c. I see. Docepic. D o s e p i c. And tricepic. T r e s e p i c. This this makes me remember that one of the many things that sets you apart for your originality is your titles. Oh, well, yeah. Well, this, this is, I'm still uh, improvising with letters and words. Yes. Improvisation never stops. Hmm. So, 
This first one, Unepic, is not the first one. Seropic is the first one. Because zero becomes, comes before one. But this one is the one that is totally written uh, in the in the contrapuntal harmonic system, as you can see. Uh, even here, and look at letter F, here the, the movement, um, there's no, th this is only, this only shows the harmony because we're going to improvise on this section. There's not going to be an improvisation on this, so that is not, it's not put in, so this is not moving, this is moving in a whole different kind of way. It's not moving. The the harmony is really uh, makes no difference to me. I don't really care I see. about it uh, because we're not coming back to it. We're not going to use it. Um, so cause here, if we stop it right here, look here. You have a G, yeah. E flat, right? B flat, F sharp. That's, that's certainly C, E flat, B flat, C, E. Exactly, yeah. Well, uh, since since a lot of the people who are going to be checking this out are guitarists, tell mm -hmm. me what it is about the guitar movement that uh, inspired you from the point of view of the instrument. I know you have a very particular way of writing for the guitar yeah. that has been demonstrated in the group Zuit for mm -hmm. some time now with Liberty Elman on guitar. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you write for guitar in, in your own voice. Well, I've been working with the guitar a long time, back to very, very circus. Which, you know, uh, I never really liked the. I didn't never really liked the way uh, in jazz and rock and roll. I never liked the way the guitar players had were always playing all these big handful of chords. The instrument was just like locked down to being just, uh, just a big chordal instrument and not a melodic instrument. And. That's where it really goes back to, you know, uh, when you listen to classical guitar playing or you listen to the guitar players playing with James Brown, you, then you hear a whole other way of playing the guitar. Melodically and playing, not playing, but playing like simple, uh, simple intervals, two intervals only, mm. which is like you can spin off of two intervals it's much easier than you can spin off of three or four intervals, you know, yeah. and and you can add so many more intervals to to two can, can can add one, you can add two to it, you can go left, right, it's all kind of ways to move, but the whole. Melodic, just the single line aspect of it, and looking at the intervals as double stops or triple stops. I look at them more as double stops and triple stops, the way you would write for violin or viola or cello. Yeah. So, 
and what you you hear a lot of, you see a lot of that in here right you know uh, yeah this is the guitar see, line see this pointing here the, these intervals here look at the, these these jumps like this right yes my you know seconds things like that you don't generally hear how to hear guitar players in, in regular music playing a whole lot of seconds and augmented octaves and things like that you know? well one thing that I noticed hearing some of your music over the past few years was do it uh, very specifically was a James Brown influence and I felt that 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 had to do with the way that the instruments were working in rhythmic counterpoint with each other. Right, right, right. When you listen to, you know, like you have two have two guitar players, rhythm player, and and a guy chord, but both of them will be playing be playing it pretty much the same way. Boom, 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 doom, 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 and hit a hit a dyad or something. Bing, bing, boom, don't do, don't, 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 oh, ding, 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 don't, don't. You know, so it gets up off that great big old, like, playing the instrument like it's a piano. Yes. Now, yeah. are there any guitar players that, that you could point to that were formative for you in earlier years yeah. that made you want to, no. made you interested in the guitar, whether it's B.B. King or... No, not really. I just like the instrument. I like all of the instruments. I, li I like the guitar uh, for the, the, the whole sound of it, you know. Something about the sound of it. I was telling Zebedee, I can't play this. And that's the other thing. It gets on my nerve because I can't play it. I know how to play it. I know everything about it, but I can't play it. Mm -hmm. I can play the piano. I can play. I can play. I can play a number. I can't play the guitar, so that bugs me. Mm -hmm. It really gets on my nerve that I can't play it. You know. Do you? Uh, can you tell us why you chose to have Liberty? Uh, in Zuid play an acoustic steel string guitar rather than, uh, for instance, uh, the electric guitar that Brandon Ross well, and others I, played. Well, very, I, had, very I, had done, I had done also. I had done all this work with the electric guitars. That's why, for one thing. And I, it was a few times I had, Brandon played acoustic, and like I had used acoustic guitar on "Song Out of My Trees" with the with the uh, guitar quartets. I had wrote for guitar quartet twice. We did for soprano guitar. Two, uh, two regular guitars and bass guitar. I'd use those two, at least two or three times on recordings, those quartets, those strings. Are those recorded, by Get, the way? You know, yeah, because uh, I remember yeah, hearing song those. Out of my street, and one is uh, Over the River Club with Maya Milford, and then another one is just uh, with, with uh, they playing just a quartet, and then there's one with Ted Daniels playing. Um, Get that horn like an elf horn or something, you know, honey horn, honey horn, and four guitars. James Emery, and Jerome uh, Harris, Brandon, and I think Ed Cherry.